0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hi, hi, and welcome. I'm Classy. And I'm Nick. And thanks for joining us on Takada, a variety talk show where we talk about anything and nothing at all, and hopefully get you talking as well.
1: Okay. All right. So then, uh, uh, well, we saw each other, but they didn't see us see each other. So what's up with you? Uh,
0: let's see. I just started Noom this week. Um, so hashtag no ad. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I um started Noom this week, uh, just because I really wanted to focus on my physical and mental health, um, because I think they're extremely tied together, as most people know. But if you don't. Um, your physical health really helps your mental health as well, or can really hinder your mental health as well. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, for me, I was just in a kind of cruddy headspace, and so I decided to try Noom because I've seen all the ads, as everyone has, <laughs> um, and you know, I was like, okay, I'm just going to pull the trigger and get it done. And so far, it's going great. I'm really hopeful uh, for the future and hopefully what it'll do for me. So
1: right on. So, I was confused by because I actually haven't seen any uh, ads for it. But uh, is it just a diet program? Or is there more to it than that?
0: There's more to it than that. Um, It is mostly a diet program, but it's kind of like a lifestyle program. So um, it's also exercise routines. You get a goal specialist, so you set all kinds of goals with them. And um, you also get little tidbits through every single day. They have different articles and you can save the articles. But the different articles about like one day might be meditation. The next day might be um, facing your fears and... You kind of, or like negative self-talk, and it'll give you tips on how to combat that, um, and kind of like little, little things you can do throughout the day to make your day a little bit easier mentally. Right. Oh, that's, so
1: that's really yeah, cool because. So a lot of times all I do is I realize I'm saying something I'm thinking something dumb and I'm just like no st- shut up stop that. And that's probably not the best way of of combating self-talk by telling yourself to shut up.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's kind of neat about it and what I really appreciated about it is that it 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 feels like a whole program, right? It's not just focused on just eating well. Yeah. Uh, It's not just, and it's also not focused on perfection, which I think is the greatest part. Um, They are wanting you to change for your whole life for the remainder of your life. Right. So uh, they want to teach you healthy tips and tricks to keep, you know, kind of have tools in your tool belt Mm -hmm. essentially um, so that you that this is the last program you kind of ever need. And they're also, they have little funny things kind of throughout. Uh, There was one, and I don't know if I'm, like, allowed to, like, I I mean, I guess, whatever. You didn't sign an NDA or anything? No, exactly. Um, So there's one where they're talking about the different types of eating, and it's, like, for fun eating and, you know, for fueling and, like, all these different kinds of types of eating, and then the last one is death eating. And then they go on this whole <laughs> Harry Potter rant and kind of talk about death eaters. Oh! Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it's like for nothing at all, but just to throw in there for a little comedy and a little nerdiness. And it's great.
1: Just so. because whoever wrote it was just like, I, I can't not make the joke.
0: Yeah. That well, sounds good. And they kind of sprinkle that kind of humor all throughout. So it's nice. That's good. But hashtag no ad. Like no, I well, mean do do things for yourself and if you want to, like I'm not sponsored at all. This is solely well, my opinion. First so. of all,
1: Noom, sponsor us. Give us money. Because <laughs> why not? Like one of the, one of these days what we're gonna do for a draft, not this episode, is we're gonna do a draft of people who should be sponsoring us. So if you were <laughs> if you were being sponsored by Noom, just give them an ad read right now.
0: Oh, I think I just did though, didn't okay. I?
1: Then do one do an aggressive one. <laughs> do you hate yourself us! <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you hate yourself? Well you can hate yourself less with Noom.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. There you go. <laughs> See you did it for us. Perfect. See?
1: Money please. Check please. Um <laughs> I I don't particularly have anything else going uh new right now. Um we've just been working and stuff which is kind of good. I I a friend of mine oh I, yeah, I told you this story the other day but uh no one else has heard it yet. A friend of mine lives with a couple of folks and she's been playing Settlers of Catan. Catan or Catan, never been clear on it. Doesn't matter. Just pronounce yeah. it what a, follow your bliss. But, like, uh, she posted a story that was the board, and I stared at that board for a while. That was the first time I realized that you if you tap your screen and hold, it'll pause the timer. And so I was just staring at that board, and it looked so... I missed it so much! And then she, yeah. sent, me, she sent me another one because I had told her how much, like, I missed that game. So she sent me a second one. I'm like, God, I'm so nostalgic. So yesterday we got together with a couple of our friends and played on uh, Tabletop Simulator, and when Kenneth suggested, you know, just because we all know how to play this game, should we play Settlers of Catan? And I was like, hell yeah, synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? Things just work out. As yeah. They should.
1: And, ooh, yeah. ooh, but we did not do that great. No. No. But,
0: but I I think it. it's just because it was our first time, we didn't, well, not my first time, and not Kenneth's first time, Oh, or I think Peter's first time. I just meant
1: <clears throat> game wise, like we did not do great. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I, no. I got, I got, <laughs> I think I got second place with seven points, but the thing is, I sniped uh, a longest road from you, and mm-hmm. if not for that, we would have been tied at five, and then Peter just won with ten, and I think, yeah, I, oof, oof. I always, so, so, my friend that was, uh, my friend Daniela, she's the one who was sending me the, 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 the photos of the board and stuff. And we were talking about strategy. And the thing I always forget is those ports. So I made it a concerted yeah. effort this time. All right. Number one, I am going for a port and I'm going to use it. So if you noticed, I placed my first settlement on, oh, no, I didn't. I built my first afterwards whatever settlement on the two to one port for sheep and I had a nice source of sheep and I was like perfect this is gonna feed me through the game and uh I'll be able to make up for it I didn't have anything for wheat I completely forgot about wheat so I was like pushing a boulder uphill just to make that first settlement and then uh like Oh, yeah. I And then, you can't buy development cards without wheat, so I was behind the eight ball on that one, too. I just, I forgot the absolute most basic thing, which is, have a source of resources. Oops.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. kind of need to. But, yeah. Well, and... I mean, you tried to trade wheat the whole time. <laughs> yeah,
1: tried tried to trade for wheat. And as much as I love Tetris, this is the one problem I have with the game, is that we've been playing it for how many years now? And we still have to ask, wait, do you want wheat? Or do you want me <laughs> to give wheat? That sort of thing. Right. You know, we still have that problem. We've been playing it this long, and we can't even get that basic thing down. I will say, we both won our little mini-game. Because at a certain point, the wood for sheep jokes get old, and so we stopped making boner jokes. Our friends didn't.
0: Right. And so we're the true winners.
1: Exactly. We're the
0: true wieners.
1: See? And I was just about to say, (laughs) hey, that... Oh, now I have an ethical dilemma. Do I (laughs) proclaim victory or do I go with what I originally was going to do and say, now we can make all the dick jokes we want? Uh. (laughs) Sorry, let's be I inclusive. Which
0: one? We can make
1: <laughs> we can make all the dick and clit jokes that we like. So
0: Yes. <laughs> Although,
1: there's a lot less fun jokes about the clitoris, which is sad. Uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know. There's a lot of flicking jokes you can make. And- there
1: was a flick joke. Or flick joke. There's yeah. a flick mechanic in Tabletop uh, Simulator.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, which so, I realized. Oh, I yeah. Mean, okay.
1: There's games that need you to flick things, which is like um oh oh what's the what you weren't the one there I,
0: the no, the one I played, uh I brought the tower uh Oh
1: yeah, there was that one. Yeah. The but, one where we're uh, monsters trying to destroy the city.
0: It's basically board game version of Rampage. Yeah. Um, that was a good game. Yeah, no, that one you have to do a lot of flicking. <laughs> after,
1: after you left, there was, that's that uh, the time you brought that game, there was another game we played where you were on a construction site, and so it was kind of the inverse where you have to like, you would flip over a card and it would tell you, you need to add a little man with a beam on his shoulder or whatever. And the thing is, like, it was the opposite of flicking. You don't want to flick things. But every now and again, you would get one where it would say, like, you want to um, move a little man. And so you would just, like, flick him a little bit. Flick the little man a tiny little bit. And nice. he would he would move just enough to satisfy your win condition. That game was nuts. I have never <laughs> felt more stress. and So, like, the Rampage game that we played, that's simple. That's just you're, you're breaking a, a city. It's wonderful. But this, oh, Terror in Meeple City, that's the one that... Um, yes,
0: yes, thank yeah. you.
1: This one, I wish I remembered the name. It was some kind of construction zone thing where the way you would lose is if you knocked something over. And so if you have to add a little man or move the little man and you have all this these beams and stuff rigged on top of one another and you can't let any of it fall or hit the ground, it's nerve-wracking. oh Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kind of like Jenga a little bit.
1: Yes, Jenga, except that not only... Ooh, actually, yeah, Jenga would be another game where you gotta flick a whole bunch. Uh,
0: But, like, not flick, because you have to be really careful. I mean, I guess that's a strategy, right? Like, it's a really good flicker.
1: Well, you flick it a couple of times to get it loose. God, now we sound like we're... Yeah, no,
0: no. no, I think we should just get off this topic.
1: Speaking of getting off... Oh my god. Yeah, actually, wait, wait, wait. I want to give you... I want to give you a fun Jenga facts that I know. Okay. And this is a non, we're, we're done with the, the flick talk. Although, just to finish that thought, first of all, so uh, a couple of our friends will do is they'll tap it a couple times, just to get it loose, and then you take it out. But anyway, every single Jenga block is, is uh, purposefully made wrong, so that there's no uniformity. Because if there's uniformity, oh. yeah, 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 so that's why all of them are a little bit thicker, squatter, whatever, that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Every single one. Ah, that makes sense. Anyway. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean that makes sense because like when you get a whole bunch of new one dollar bills that are super crisp mm-hmm. and they're all like completely uniform, they, they stick together. Stick together. Yeah, exactly. And it's the most frustrating thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's maybe not ever. That might be. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's one think- of those things that's up there. This
1: is true. It is a nice. Yeah. It, it's a nice problem to have. Oh, my money sticks together too much. Oh uh, <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: That's one of my top frustrations.
1: Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. So I have a good question for you. And it Yay. is it is slightly game-related, believe it or not. Because Ooh. I I was trying to think of a good one. And I, I kind of came up with one. But then it just so happened that a different friend of mine posted a thing on Facebook. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to steal this question. Because this is a good one. So
0: Stealing is always great.
1: I have to create a scenario in which this question could actually happen, though. So join me on this journey as I talk way too much just to ask you a simple question.
0: Weird. Yeah. You to talk way too much? Yeah.
1: I know, right? <laughs> so, okay. Right now, as we record, the world has changed. And now, you got all kinds of monsters out there. You got orcs. You got goblins. You got all of your standard fairy tale and, uh, and D&D races and whatnot out there just running around causing havoc. And we have to become adventurers but like, we're still us. So thankfully, a kindly old wizard named Spintex the Green has come and he gives, he says, dude, I will give you powers. You're still going to be you. So you, Classy, will still be you. I, Nick, will still be me. But we get the powers of one of the D and D classes. Oh. Which class are you taking? Like, which class oh. are you... Now remember, so you'll be able to cast spells, but your intelligence level is still going to be you, and neither of us, let's face facts, neither of us, we're very smart, but we're not 18 intelligence smart. We're like, what, 10 is average, so we're like 12 or 13, so we're obviously not going to be Conan the Barbarian, Merlin the Wizard, or good old Spintax, but we'll be us <laughs> just with the kits.
0: Okay. Wow. I think for me I would choose a hunter. Okay. Which which is funny because I've never played a hunter in D&D, but I think it's more uh uh conducive to me in real life, mm-hmm. right? Like I am good with ranged weapons in general. <laughs>
1: <What>? Okay, wait. <laughs> Put a pin in that
0: hunting ever since I was a little kid. With oh, I didn't guys. know that. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, You so have proficiency.
0: I, yes, I'm a fairly decent shot, um, so I feel like I would be good as a hunter. Plus, Khaleesi could be my companion, and she's a little huntress too, so yeah. she easily be, you know, my animal... What do they call it? Animal... Uh,
1: companion, I think.
0: Companion? Yeah. yeah I, think, I think you're right.
1: Hunter's so companion. You wouldn't pick... Druid, and then just become a dog, and then you could hang with Khaleesi and uh, Tyrion.
0: Oh, damn it.
1: Yeah. And you can cast Good Berry so that you always have a good berry to eat.
0: And also, hard. What is it? Hard stick or hard wood or something like
1: that? (laughs) Uh, I mean.
0: Hardened wood or something like
1: that. (laughs) I mean, hey, you've already got that power. (laughs) Hey. hey.
0: No, when we played. um...
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Shillelagh? I think?
0: Yeah, I think so. It, where it makes
1: um, your, like, sticks really, really strong and actually do damage.
0: Yeah, because we used to, um, we played a and d campaign with a few of my streamer friends, or friends of streamer friends, and uh, oh, yeah, I watched one that. of them was a druid. Yeah, and one of them was a druid, and he, he would always harden.
1: His harden heart. his wood. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna say, you don't need to be a druid for that, but. Pharmacists.
0: Now I'm. uh... No, I think. Okay,
1: here's the thing. I think Hunter is a really solid choice because you're not going to run you. You're not going to run out of swords and arrows the way you might run out of spell slots. So it's a good idea to have that, and you get a kick-ass animal companion. And okay, yeah, I know you would pick a dog, but you could also pick like a mean old badger, or what's the what's a penguin, or something exotic like that. Right. Excuse me. How do yeah, you well,
0: and I could change my animal companions if I wanted to along the way. Get and, a bird. Right? <laughs> and I could also, I would be good in, like, multiple different types of terrain. Like, I'm very dexterous and, you know, things like that, so. Yeah.
1: You could guide people and you can always, you'll always have food.
0: Yes, exactly. True. Okay. So, I think a hunter is a good choice. I'm going to stick with it, even though I could... It could be a dog with my pack.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go with a paladin because they have a whole lot of armor. So you know, like when people try and stab me, I'm probably going to be protected here. So that's a good one. They use weapons, and you can run out of spells. You can never run out of swords. So that's also pretty safe. Uh, I feel like it's they don't have too many like broken ass magic powers. Like my, my problem with third edition, which is not what we played when we started playing. Uh, we played fourth edition when we started. Uh, my, my problem with third edition was if you were a cleric, you could do whatever you wanted. If you were a druid, you could do whatever you wanted. You could even do things better than the classes that were supposed to do them. Like a cleric or a, a druid would be a better fighter than a fighter. So paladins are not broken. They have a code. So, I can, I don't know, make up my own rules or whatever, and then as long as I'm right. not an idiot and I don't break my own rules, I still have magic powers like lay on hands and things like that. Uh, I can turn undead, which is good because the moment I see an undead in real life, magic powers are no, I'm turning the other way. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. No, sir. I'll, I'll kill 10 dragons before I even deal with one skeleton. I don't even like the fact that I have a skeleton inside my body. Uh, okay, I'm uncomfortable with it. Um,
0: Interesting. I'm sure there's like a fear for that. I <laughs> like mentioned phobia out there.
1: I don't know what I'm it scared would. Scared
0: of your own skeleton.
1: I don't know what it would be called, but I know the opposite of what it would be called like blobophobia. <laughs> Afraid of not having a skeleton. You know, there's um. Right. There is a condition, I don't remember what it's called, but where you think you're made out of glass.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the unbreakable thing. And-
1: well, yeah, except the Mr. Glass really was made out of glass. This is where you just think you're made out of glass.
0: Right. But that was kind of what they were talking about. Um, oh, yeah. Like in the hospital and stuff. Yeah.
1: That's right. That's right. I watched that movie. Granted, it was. Like as a kid? It was. Yep. Yeah, as a kid? Oh, when he was a kid. I was going to say, uh, yeah, I watched it as a kid. <laughs> I know. Um, I came out like 2002, so I was only 20 at that time. That's you, At the time, you think, 20? You're a grown-ass adult. Now, I'm like, yeah, no, I was a kid. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so yeah, I think that would be a pretty decent party, a, a ranger and a paladin. I think we could, yeah. we could handle most encounters. Uh... We, mm, I'm trying to think. What do what do paladins do skill wise? They got religion. That'll really help us, I'm sure. Endurance, history. Think,
0: uh, paladin for D and D.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are my What are my? Ooh, I should just walk over to my. This is the sound of me walking over all the way to my bookcase to get my fifth edition book.
0: Uh, I have mine in my closet. I'm just looking it up online because we're it? on a device where you can look up something ah. like that.
1: Players while yeah. you hear
0: him just talking in the background, I'm just looking it up for him. But it's fine. No, nope. you know.
1: Well, I didn't have my headphones on. <laughs> I so you.
0: the whole time you we were talking in the background, I'm like, um. So while he's doing that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna actually the answer the question right in front of me. Yeah.
1: Paladins and rangers are right next to each other. That's going to be really convenient for when I look at what you can do. All right, let's see. We got... Did you already literally say it? No, I
0: I mean, I just looked it up. (laughs) As you came back, I have it on my computer now. Because, you know, there's this device called a computer that we're sitting at that we can use to look things up, but...
1: That sounds like you know. that sounds like uh, demon magic. What are you, a warlock?
0: <laughs> Maybe I should have been a warlock See? instead.
1: Eh, so. No, these are decent. Okay, athletics, which I don't have in real life. Insight, which okay, that's your ability to tell when people are are lying or whatever. And I'm real bad at that. I am so gullible. Intimidation, yeah, I definitely don't have that. I feel like I could get Persuasion. Alright, Persuasion is one that I can but do. But, like, you gain
0: all of their powers, right? So oh, that's, that's sort of true. probably be your best choice, because yeah. it's giving you all these skills that you may not necessarily have already, and just improving your being.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And then, yeah, the key stats are Wisdom and Charisma. I feel like I've got Wisdom. And then some Charisma...
0: You have charisma, just in your very own Nick way.
1: (laughs) That's such a polite way of putting it. Alright, so what do you get? You get animal handling. Well, you choose three from animal handling, athletics, insight, investigation, nature, perception, stealth, and survival. Man, you got a lot of choices to pick. Strength and dexterity, I think, yeah, you've got that. You've got those. Yeah. Ooh, but you don't get heavy armor. You do get shields. Yeah, oh, yeah. I
0: get I get lovely leather armor, so I can have some fun with that.
1: <laughs> well, well, well. We don't need to know about your fetishes, but...
0: Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. Well, that's... No, that's good. I think that was a good short, short question segment so that we can move on yeah. to our... Not a draft this time. This time it's Movie Club. We should come up with a name for this, like a real name, but...
0: Yeah, that's actually what my friend calls his podcast. Um, Movie Club? He calls it Random Movie Club. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so I I was actually on his podcast for that for The Princess Bride. Oh, cool. That's a good movie. No, it's a a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like we were talking about the law of podcasting words just escape you and you know you can't you can't they can't come to you and so i kept describing the movie as perfect and so now (laughs) rob will hold it like not hold it against (laughs) me obviously just joke around with me but whenever he does talk to me he'll bring it up in some way shape or form um and there's a Uh, So he also does this Wheel of Geek Gen, uh, which is Wheel of Fortune, where streamers compete against each other. And there's one coming up where he cracks a joke at me in that, too, as well. (laughs) I don't know if it'll have been released by the time that this one is released. But, so I can't talk about it too much. But it's coming. He cracks a joke. Princess Bride is involved.
1: It's coming, or it came Yes. (laughs) That's, that's, that is the story of the world. It either happened or it is about to happen. Uh, No, but, you know, (laughs) I'll tell you this, so I think that is, so there's only a handful of movies that I would say are perfect, and by perfect, perfect doesn't even, to my mind, mean that it's good or bad, although it's usually going to be good if it's a perfect movie. What I mean is, there's nothing you could really add or take away without, without really like, just drop, like lowering the quality of it. Like, Die Hard, which is a movie that I think is alright, but Die Hard is a perfect movie. Like, like there's nothing in it that is wasted and, or inefficient, or even if it's just a bit of, like, um, what's the word? Character building? Uh, uh, like, uh, just sit with this person for a minute just to see what they would do. I don't know. Uh, that Even that's perfectly fine by me. Uh, so yeah, no, I would, I would say Princess Bride is a perfect movie, and anyone who's giving you trouble over saying perfect too many times, go fuck themselves. <laughs> Mr. Perfect was... No, he- He's literally just. I know. To, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So we just dis- discussed this, and we were talking about whether we were going to watch a movie that is really highly rated by everyone, but we may not enjoy, or one that was really lowly rated that we should probably enjoy. <laughs> um. So I was looking through the ratings and. Uh, a movie came up on my Amazon prime account and I was like, Oh, I've been wanting to see this um, men in black international. I hadn't seen it. I love the other men in black movies. I don't know about you. If you love them.
1: I saw the first one and loved it. I saw it a bunch of times. And then honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen another one.
0: Yeah. I've seen the second one, um, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. Um, Um, but I remember enjoying them right yeah. like that's that's the whole point, right? I remember the first one quite well, but um, the second one I don't remember very well, and was there a third there or was m i b three
1: the third one was the one where Will Smith goes back in time to help young agent k k, k yeah k yeah played by Josh Brolin,
0: i think, yes, 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 yeah. So as you can tell we did not watch the other movies right. before we watched this one either um which probably would have been a good thing just so that we remembered and could do more of a comparison mm-hmm. but this movie um oh, my dogs are freaking out uh this movie was really lowly rated on like Rotten Tomatoes IMDb like everywhere
1: yeah and i'm making um, a face right now cuz Spoiler alert, I actually thought this movie was pretty good. Like, I don't understand why it was so negatively panned.
0: Right, and I'm right there with you. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and maybe it was because, I I mean, maybe because I'm going in with, okay, this is so lowly rated with low expectations, but I even watched it again last night just so I'd be semi-fresh. Ended up falling asleep in the middle just because it was so late, but... I still really enjoyed it. I think it's a good movie. It's really enjoyable. It still has the same humor of a Men in Black movie. Um, It has really good nods to the originals, to the ones that came before it, but without going overboard. Because you know how some movies kind of, they make nods to the previous movie, but they do it so much that it's overly saturated and it's not its own movie. Yeah. This one was its own movie while still making nods to the old one. And it was a great balance. Yeah.
1: It's a fine line between a couple of nods, which this had, and fan service, which is just kind of like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that. We get it. We get it. You, you, whatever. Like the closest it came was when, uh, m played by tessa thompson picks up the noisy cricket and just like no i don't want this but then also it's like
0: right (laughs) that's
1: that's the closest it came and even that was just a good nod not like fan service it wasn't like a she didn't stare down the barrel of the camera and then just go wink no no no, it's just like "Mm -mm, don't want that and then she picked up a nice reasonably sized space gun and yeah I, I thought this was fine. I texted you a couple times in the middle, or yeah, right about in the middle, because all right, we are maybe this is why it didn't um it didn't score very well. But I would I would dispute it. Is that it's not really doing anything new. And like within a couple of minutes of watching, I realized, oh okay, the mole, whoever, whatever happens, is going to the scene uh, may leave. Spoiler. Wait, hold what?
0: up. Spoilers. It's fine. You take that out. <laughs> like. You can't spoil the movie for people. Just leave it at... It was predictable.
1: Okay, yes. okay, 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 okay. Fine, 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 fine. What I will say instead... Uh, I'll I'll make sure I don't spoil it, but I will leave some of that in there. Alright, anyway. What I will say instead is that it's predictable, and that's fine. There is a character I was just like, yeah, that's that's gonna be the, the villain, and this person that you think is gonna be the villain... No, no. They're just setting it up way too much. And I'll tell you also, I have never... Sympathize? Yeah, I've never sympathized or empathized. I've always forgotten the difference between the two with a character more than I have with Agent C, who really just wants everyone to follow the rules. Like, like you guys, if the world was made up of nothing but cowboy cops, this world would suck. We need people who are just going to follow the rules and do what they're supposed to do and get the job done.
0: Right? Because... We would not be in this current situation right now.
1: Tell you me about stay it. The
0: fuck home. Stay home. Their fucking hands.
1: It's not that hard,
0: ev- right? Anyway, yeah, yeah.
1: No, and so yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, that said, though, Chris Hemsworth. Ah, ah. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Boy, stupid tripping over your own horse. Chris Hemsworth, man, how charming is that guy?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't be... I think either of the Hemsworth brothers, really. They're both handsome dudes. They're both decent actors. Especially Chris. Like, I mean, you just can't go wrong.
1: They're also
0: funny. They're handsome. They're charming. They're, you know, they've got it all. Yeah. They've really got it all.
1: They're Australian, so they have those really nice accents.
0: Right. Oh, no. And, like... What?
1: Oh, 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 sorry. No, go on. I, I, have not a segment, but a, a bit. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Uh, the website got lost. But anyway, no. Say what you were gonna say, and I'll, I'm gonna do this. Uh, when you're ready.
0: The okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll just rip you just the bandaid
1: off. Like so the the segue when you were talking about Liam and Chris is that one of the things that I love to do is go to IMDb trivia. Because I don't know if you've gone recently. Like Not, we're not-
0: recently, you know. Oh, you
1: anytime you watch a movie, you gotta go to IMDB trivia because they took the Wikipedia stance towards it now, where it used to be you would have to submit trivia, and then that trivia would be authorized or approved or whatever and put on the website. Now anybody can put whatever they want, and it gets rated as so many people found this interesting out of this many people. So for example, This is the top-rated one. Like Reddit now, pretty much. So here's the top-rated one: 125 out of 127 people found this interesting. Frank the Pug, voiced by Tim Blaney, and the Worm Guys, voiced by Tom Fountain, are the only characters from Men in Black (1997) and Men in Black Two (2002) to also appear physically in this movie. Although they have a prominent place in the movie's poster, these characters have less than a minute of screen time. That is useful information. These people are the two to retain, or coming back for it, and uh, they have less than a minute of screen time. So this was actually a decent bit of trivia, if I can find it now.
0: Well, and see, that's where I, because I noticed both of those things as well. And again, really nice nods to the originals while still maintaining its standalone movie presence, right? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Uh, shoot. Sorry, there's a whole bunch here. Well, anyway, basically what the, the other somewhat useful trivia... Oh, here we go. Is that uh, this movie marks the first time that two brothers have done reboots for Will Smith movies. So, for example, oh. yeah. So this is a reboot of Men in Black, and then the other is uh, uh, the reboot of Independence Day, which I didn't know that had Liam uh, Hemsworth in it, but it does. So, uh,
0: I don't think I actually saw the reboot oh, of Independence a- Day.
1: It apparently is not worth watching, but
0: oh.
1: here is but some we mm, might
0: enjoy it. We,
1: mm, <laughs> I don't know. We will, I, I will come to it with an open mind. But here is some of the trivia from the bottom of the list. This is the stuff that fewer people found interesting. 11 out of 8, 87 people found this interesting. Luckily, MIB has its own express train service between New York City and London because those cities are over 3,000 miles apart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. At, that's, that's commentary.
1: At the time of this movie, <laughs> drivers in the United Kingdom drive on the left side of the road. In 1919, the world's territories were evenly split between left- and right-handed driving, with 104 territories each. Okay. Molly's dad takes his three-wood with him to investigate the strange noise. A three-wood is a golf club that's used to hit the ball over long distances. They are generally not made out of wood anymore, but rather metal. Okay. That's not trivia. I mean that's trivia that okay, that golf clubs are made out of metal now instead of being made out of wood, but it's like why are you putting this on on the on the IMDb website? What is wrong with you?
0: Cuz people just want to be heard. They want to put like some people just like to see their words out on things. Mm-hmm. Some people just like to hear their own voice. Some people just want their like 15 be- you know, milliseconds of (laughs) something. They just, yeah. They should start a podcast like we did. Weird, right? (laughs) I know.
1: Okay, but anyway, back to Men in Black International. Yeah, like, it was fun. Like, okay, it's not groundbreaking and it's not like deeply profound cinema that that they're going to write stories about a hundred years from now the way they write about like, well, let's see, 1920, you had like Metropolis, you had Citizen Kane a couple years later, all that kind of stuff. Well, all right, like 17 years later. But still, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be one of those that lasts forever. But you know what? It's a fun, almost two-hour little trip. And you see some cool stuff, hear some weird jokes. Chris Hemsworth, like I said, charming. Tessa Thompson is as great as ever. Uh, I'll say she was... I don't want to say she was wasted, her talent no. was wasted rather because she has multiple talents and hey get that paycheck but she is very capable of being like a serious ass dramatic actress and a comedy actress so whatever she's yeah, she got it all. a very
0: dry wit yeah i mean weird she's great being yeah british and all but you know
1: i always forget she's british too <laughs>
0: At least I believe she's British.
1: Tessa Thompson. Hmm. That's the thing is, there's Tessa
0: Thompson. If only there were a device where we could look this up.
1: Unfortunately, none such device exists. But watches you just have a sudden epiphany. You were
0: thinking Emma Thompson. Yes.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling because I was looking at them. Emma Thompson played O, and uh, as they're talking to each other, I'm just like, oh yeah, hey, two Thompsons talking. That's pretty great.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of Emma Thompson, yeah. who yes, she is a dry wit and she's oh, she's fantastic. definitely dry. I love her.
1: Tessa Thompson. Uh, well, she played Valkyrie, uh, which is funny because that was oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. That was with Hemsworth. So they this is their second movie together, which is pretty cool. Uh, but also, she was in one of my favorite movies, Dear White People, um, and so I just and then she blew up and became too big of a star to do the TV series that was, that came off of it, unfortunately, but. Good for her. I'm happy she's doing stuff. Did you ever did you watch Creed by the way? Because she was in Creed.
0: Yeah, Creed was really good. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah, the movie was great. Yeah, I I, for this movie though, I think it um like another reason it might have been a little lower rated was because it was kind of almost like the bad the baddie and I don't I hope this isn't a spoiler. Oh oh, the the big big bad. Yeah, yeah, the big baddie, the hive. Or kind of you know the baddie throughout, right? The hive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was kind of like a more advanced version of the original M I V alien, yeah. Where he was kind of like a skin taker, and like you know, and then this, but this big baddie is the hive, and they kind of like skin take as well, and I I don't know. So it was like very much like the first one, right? I get like that. it was, yeah. So. But I think it was still just really fun, and I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah. And my roommates did, too. So I actually watched it with my roommates, and they're really hard to please with movies. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you, I constantly give them shit about this. Because I'm like, I'm like oh, so we watched Knives Out the other night. That movie's excellent. Like, excellent. Yes. I love that movie. Disembodied Hand did not enjoy it very much. Let me guess,
1: you couldn't get past the accent?
0: No, it wasn't that oh. at all. Um, it was, he thought it was too convoluted. It was, like, overly complicated to figure out uh, without needing to be, right? Like, there weren't enough little clues along the way. You only figured it out, like, you only saw the clues after the fact, right? I get that. I was, trying to, I was trying to explain to him, like, no, but he was like, but you only knew that because of seeing the end, and I was like, maybe
1: there is definitely you know. some of that. No, no, I I, I concur with you. Uh, there's definitely some of that, but that's t- there's two different styles of mystery. There's like, are you supposed to solve it, or are you supposed to just kind of go along and enjoy the ride? Like Monk did that a lot. Like Monk would almost always show you who the murderer was. Columbo would do that you would know pretty much who the murderer was as well and then it was just I'm gonna sit with these weird characters for a little while and see a mystery whereas this is kind of the same thing like you didn't necessarily know who the murderer was but it was a kind of just enjoy the ride and then also when you go like if you're watching a movie that has that much charisma on the screen as it as as uh, Knives Out does and you are looking in the backgrounds trying to find all the clues and hints and stuff. Do that on the second or third or fourth watch, whatever. But like that first right. time, man, you are you are missing the forest for the trees, man. Um right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: that is such a star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Ryan,
1: yeah. Ryan Johnson is brilliant. He's directed two, wait, three movies that I really love and... Okay, I know you didn't like Last Jedi, but the other one is uh, uh, Looper. Mm -hmm. Looper was kind of the same thing, where it was this, the whole idea of it is a little convoluted, but you're just watching it, and it's kind of a cool story to go along. Hmm. I enjoyed it.
0: I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen Looper. Looper
1: is neat. has Joseph Gordon-Levitt play a young version of, what's his name, Bruce Willis, and it's like, okay, I can see it. It's interesting. It, I enjoyed it as a as a movie and as a concept, uh, but yeah, no, this was good. I feel like this movie falls in line kind of with Ghostbusters twenty sixteen the the in that if you grew up watching the original, you might watch this and go like, I don't get it. This doesn't seem that great. This is a rehash of the original. Why bother? But like, if you are like the original uh, uh, Men in Black was what nineteen ninety seven, so if you are twenty three or younger. You have not seen Men in Black unless someone was like, ooh, ooh, watch this this movie from when I was a teenager. So right. this is, for for kids, like, let's see, when that came out, I was 14. So if you're 14 now and you saw this for the first time, you saw Men in Black International, you'd be like, man, that was a cool movie. I hope they make more.
0: Yeah, um, I think for me, and this is unpopular opinion, um, but I even enjoyed the New Ghostbusters. Oh, I loved
1: the new Ghostbusters.
0: Right. And yeah. I grew up watching the originals. Mm-hmm. I even though they were a little bit like they were a little bit um so they came out what year? Nineteen eighty four.
1: So,
0: right. So they came out before I was born. But um you know, I still watched them growing up yeah. because they were still big movies when I was growing up. Yeah. Um And so I grew up with them and thoroughly enjoyed them. And then I thoroughly enjoyed the new one. Because I think for me, I think people... Hmm.
1: No, no, say it. (laughs) Say it. No, because I will... We are going to be like Thelma and Louise. We're going to grab one of ours' hands and drive over this cliff together, because I will back you up. I
0: think we drive over this cliff together a lot, Yeah, actually. <laughs> I think the Thelma and Louise <laughs> reference comes up a lot.
1: It does, because um, it's one of my go-tos for when... Uh, uh, yeah, alright.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think people are just overly critical of uh, just movies in general. Yeah. Right? Like, Literally, a movie is supposed to just be an escape from your daily life, enjoy the magic of it, and then be done with it. And if it's really that bad, then it's really that bad, and you wasted your time. But sometimes you can enjoy that badness. It's like you just need to be open to having fun. Yeah. And if you aren't open to having fun in that moment, then don't fucking watch a movie. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I thought...
1: I was going to say, I thought you were going to go in a different direction, which is why I brought up the uh, Thelma and Louise thing. What did you think I was
0: going to say? Oh,
1: well, I will say my thing. That uh, I will say, you don't have to hold my hand. I will drive this car off my cliff on my own. uh, That Ghostbusters was... The new Ghostbusters was as good as or possibly even better than the original. And that all the whiny-ass little fanboys who, who... were complaining that, oh, I ruined my childhood. It's like, no, shut up. Your childhood sucked, and that's... I'm sorry, but this is a perfectly fine movie. It was funny. It's weird. It showed us Chris Hemsworth being a goofball for the first time because that was after Thor 2, but before for Thor 3. And you remember Thor 2. I don't know if you saw it or not, but that was... That was a movie. That was, I think I saw it. That That's about the right response. I mean, okay, it... Like you said a movie is ex- is escapism and it's entertainment, and I escaped and I was entertained by Thor 2 The Dark World. I don't hate it. But it was definitely the weakest of the Marvel movies. Now, that said, Thor 3 Ragnarok, they looked at Ghostbusters 2016, they saw Chris Hemsworth playing the dumb idiot that he was, and mm-hmm. what I did not know at the time, he had never, like, done comedy like that before. He was up against... You got star improv actress uh, Kristen Wig, improv actress Kate McKinnon, improv actress um, Leslie Jones and uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. They have worked UCB, uh, Second City, IO, all of these these comedy places. and he held his own with them. Like the whole thing about him like putting his finger through his glasses, that was all his idea that he was busting up these veteran comedy actresses. Uh, like, he was just one of them. I've never, like, a natural. An absolute natural. And so it was cool to see him get to do that, which led to him doing that in Thor 3 and all of the newer Avengers movies. But then also in this, too, he got to be a little bit of a goofball. Because this was, what, two years ago? Oh, so this totally. Was, yeah, he got to be a little bit of a goofball. They still wanted to be a little bit more serious. But I like to, oh, well, I can't say why because of spoiler reasons, so I won't. Yeah, but don't I, spoil I it. won't. But his his relative incompetence is explained within the context of the movie, and I was like, that was a really nice touch. Like they never, at no point, did they make him. Oh well, I'm gonna. I'm the goofy bad guy or bad guy. That sounds like he's a villain. I'm the goofy, bad at my job agent, hotshot, and I'm gonna teach this uptight agent how to do it. It's like no, no. He respects Tessa Thompson, Agent M, for what she can do.
0: Well, and I think that's where it differed from the first one, right? Because, um, uh, oh my God, why is his name escaping me?
1: Tommy Lee Jones? Will Smith.
0: Tommy Lee Jones. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always get him and Harrison Ford mixed up. It's oh, awful.
1: don't get me started on the people I get mixed up. It is way too many, but go on.
0: <laughs> so I almost said Harrison Ford. Um <laughs> But that's why I stopped myself. I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess it up this Ooh, time." The nerd
1: um, rage, if you had gotten that,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> it's incited me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, he was that right, like he was the uptight kind of agent yeah. who then found a soft spot for Will Smith. But you know, in this one, it was very different. Yeah, it was very much like he knew. You know, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I know what you
1: mean. He knew what he knew that she could do things that he couldn't. And he didn't didn't resent her for those. Uh, Right. And she sort of resents him because everyone treats him like he's this hot shit in a champagne glass kind of guy when really he is a little bit uh, incompetent. But eventually she finds out why. And it's like, oh, this makes perfect sense to me. I, I right. thought it was very well done, well well handled. Oh, you know we haven't mentioned? We haven't mentioned Kumail Nanjiani as uh Pawnee.
0: Pawnee,
1: yeah, oh my God, Pawnee
0: was literally one of my favorite characters, totally, of all time. Maybe like, oh. honestly, <laughs> like honestly, Pawnee was the humor was so fucking spot on the entire fucking yeah. time like even the little like um what was it the fortified fort or the fortified um oh
1: uh her fortified fortress of doom
0: no of for of for sure death that's it yeah <laughs> I died when he added that part like honestly it was so fantastic it was yeah. fortified fortress of for sure death <laughs> like, yeah but yeah, it was all those little quips and everything. I just died. I loved it. I love, love, loved Connie.
1: Perfect. No, he was he was a great addition. And then I, uh, while reading the trivia, the useful trivia that I read was basically Camille Nangianni was like, please, please put me in this movie. Please put me in this movie. I love Men in Black. They mean so much to me. And then they did. And it's like I love it when a, a fan gets to do that, to do something like that.
0: Right. Uh, although. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Have you seen the new the last uh Star Wars movie?
1: Yes. And it okay. was not very good. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I want to point that out to everyone. I love Star Wars and I think that's why I didn't like this new one, but uh who was the fan that just wanted to be in that?
0: Um it was uh what's his face? The director as well. Um
1: JJ Abrams? Uh,
0: no, John Favreau. He does um Mandalorian.
1: Oh yeah, he was in. Oh yeah, we... so yeah, he's he's in Mandel. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, he, have...
0: he's in the last movie too. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Oh, interesting. He, okay,
0: yeah, he was one of the, um, the um, was it Starfighters or something like that?
1: Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. One of the X Wings or the um, <clears throat> yeah the First Order Tie yeah. Fighters.
0: Yeah, um, and yeah, I was kind of like, okay, this. I, yeah, that's, I love that you wanted to be in this, but you 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 don't work for me in
1: that Yeah, that's I don't know.
0: like he just did not. I was just like, okay, that's a fan just being in a movie just to be in a movie, and it doesn't fit well.
1: Yeah, that's bad, and actually, so that's the difference because since earlier we were talking about the difference between a nod and fan service, that was fan service because it could have been literally anyone. Now, had he cast himself. I'm sorry. And because it's John Favreau that is the, the pilot that gets shot down or whatever, you're not thinking, oh, wow, that's a resistance pilot who gets shot down. You're thinking, oh, that's John Favreau who's getting shot down. Cool, thanks. Right. Yeah. Whereas exactly. he wrote himself into all of the Iron Man movies as uh, his valet, uh, Happy. And mm-hmm. and he got to be in a couple of the other Avengers movies as a result. And that's not fan service because he is a full-on character in those movies. You know what I mean? He has lines, he does things, he shows up or whatever. There's a difference between the two. So yeah, it's it's unearned. Or like um, Lando showing up for and not really doing anything other than saying, hi, I'm Lando Calrissian. Remember how much you loved me in 1982? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, it just just, that movie was a grave disappointment and I wanted to like it so much. But I think we're running up against the end here. So what I'm going to do, I had a question in my mind while watching the movie. So remember when they go to the for sure, nope, the fortified fortress of for sure death (laughs) and they meet Riza, and she has three arms one on the back of her, just middle of her back. And I thought that is so convenient. I would love to have three arms, and I was thinking. <laughs> so, what would you do with your third back arm?
0: Uh, huh. <laughs> I mean, besides everything, yeah. What do you mean, like you, you get mean, like specifically my my third arm is just for one purpose.
1: Hmm. What's okay? What is the most important thing you think you would do with your third back arm?
0: Most important thing I would do with my third back arm.
1: What are you most looking forward to? Here we go. We'll put it that way. What are you most looking forward to with your back arm?
0: I mean, probably right now, in this very moment. The thing I would be looking forward to most with my third back arm would maybe be, uh, better at shooters, right? Like ooh. even 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 more proficient because I would have a one arm instead of a one leg. You
1: know? No, that hey, of
0: that, other people.
1: <laughs> I get it. No, that is a good one, especially because the way modern controllers are set up. Oh, well, you're playing on a keyboard, so yeah. All right, you'll be you'll be. Ooh, wow. Yeah, you could. Instead of WASD, you could WASD and then also use the uh, right-hand side of the keyboard. And then your mouse could be your backhand. Ooh, good idea. See, I was thinking when you said that, I was thinking about with like a modern controller for a console. Those things are so big and bulky. And they have the D-pad, which usually does stuff. And then they also have the analog sticks, which does stuff. But then you also have the, well xb whatever if you're an xbox person or square circle triangle whatever if you're a playstation person and then on top of that you also have the bumpers that's a lot of stuff to manhandle and to use properly but with a third hand yeah you could just totally you use one third hand just for the uh, the the buttons on the right hand side you're good to go yeah that's great exactly I okay. think Okay.
0: So real quick, sorry. Sure. Nope. I don't mean to cut you off. That's Because I mean you've obviously thought about this. So I did the thing where I think I got um John Favreau confused with this other actor. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the other actor's name, but they look oh, really Greg cool. Grunberg. Is it Greg Grunberg? Yeah,
1: the guy from Heroes. He played Matt Parkman, the yes. psychic cop.
0: Yes, 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 yes. That's who I got wow. confused, I think. You I are, think
1: You're right, also. Like, I did not realize uh, how similar those two look. Wow.
0: Yeah, I think he was actually the one in the new Star Wars. Yeah. And that was the. I think.
1: No, I agree. And yes, then. He was.
0: Yeah. yeah it was Greg Grumberg. He did not for me no Uh, I don't for me he just was like just in there just to be in there he was just placed in there his lines didn't really matter like he was just in it just to be in it and it really just bothered me
1: he was in it sorry Uh, oh no I can actually I can explain (laughs) two reasons why he was in it one he's friends with JJ Abrams through heroes and all that other stuff so and I think he was also in Lost and a couple of other things that J.J. Abrams did, so why not? And that's also kind of a distraction in and of itself. Like, you know, J.J. Abrams and then his friend shows up on the screen, you're like, oh, okay. But then also, he was a late addition because since Carrie Fisher unfortunately died and they didn't want to write her out, they instead had scenes like they'd shot B roll footage and like some generic lines before she died. And they just decided, we're going to use every single one of these. And then they had to shoehorn that in there. And so, like, the Greg Grunberg character was kind of like, all right, well, we're going to shoehorn. He's going to be the vehicle that we shoehorn dialogue through so that her lines make sense. And it's like, yeah, you're not really doing anything. It was a bad decision that was compounded by another bad decision. Now, as for my third arm... I'm gonna go He was
0: also an alias by the way. Alias,
1: that was the one that
0: um he was in Lost, but he was also an alias. Yeah. So he's basically but he must be like super buddy buddy with JJ Abrams. Like I would, he must be like best buddies. I wouldn't oh. he's been in everything of his. I would not
1: be the least bit surprised to find out he was in Felicity. Was he in Felicity?
0: Felicity, maybe. Hold on. Yeah. I just closed it.
1: <laughs> oh. that's fine. Magic of editing, it'll be almost immediate.
0: Right. Um. Let's see. Was he in Felicity? I think he was. If I remember, he correctly. probably had. Before I yeah. even see it, but I mean, he must have been in it, because I feel like he was. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> um.
1: Bones? No. Scary bones. No skeletons. Uh. Oh, yeah. See, sorry. he. No. It's, I don't. I'm not really. Spoiler, you guys. I'm not really afraid of skeletons, (laughs) because I am, am, however, not afraid of zombies, because I know they they aren't real or anything, but if there was a zombie apocalypse, I've got on record as telling all my friends, I will bid you a fond farewell, and then just take my own life, because being eaten by a zombie, Now that, I'm literally scared of. Um, As for my third arm... I'm actually going to be super boring. I'm just going to use it to carry things when I go to the grocery store because I all I will constantly, like if I'm carrying like a big thing of Coke, like it starts to weigh down on my hand and then so I move it to the other one, but then it weighs down on my other hand and then I have to move it back to the other side and it's just whatever. But I feel like if I have three hands that I can do that with and I can carry an extra bag of groceries at a time, my life will just be so much more efficient if I have three hands. That's That's basically it. I mean I
0: feel like this is a very nick answer.
1: Well, I thought about giving the jokes <laughs> the joke sex answer, but then I realized where it was located and it's like that's not doing anything for anyone.
0: <laughs> I mean yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we won't go there. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind like,
1: of <laughs> It's kind of like a joke yeah. that I've been working on for a little while and I don't know how to say it where it's like people need to be stop stop limiting themselves to 69 because any number is a sex number if you think hard enough. Uh,
0: <laughs> sure. If yeah. you get
1: 88, come on, that's four boobs uh, <laughs> or, or two butts. I mean, you do you, whatever. But anyway, no, sorry. I don't know. I've, I've been trying to figure out how to make that one work. But yeah, so anyway. I'm going with the practical answer. I'm just going to carry more things with me. I think it would be inconvenient. Like, I would have to get a different car seat. Because any time you leaned back in the seat, you would be squishing your third arm. So there are there are limitations to this. But I think we could make it work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so.
1: Uh, yeah, all of our follow us and information like that is all in the show notes. Uh, you can... Follow us on various social media. Go find them and figure out which ones we're talking about. Uh, As usual, go to notlg.com for more extra good, fun, super fun stuff. I'll figure out a way of making that more uniform as we go forward. I'm Classy. And I'm Nick.
0: Signing off and hoping you have a good tomorrow. This has been a night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.